You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest stuff. The Ingenuity Show. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. I'm D. Vitty. And I'm Master Zed. Welcome to our show about technology, culture, news, and media. And I'll form uh, the head. Our <laughs> fake sponsor this week is Brittle Beard Liquid Nitrogen Shaving Cream. Make your beard brittle before breaking it off. <laughs> is that implying you're going to break up with your girlfriend and so you shave the same time? No, you're breaking <laughs> up with your beard. Oh. Mm. She's if a she, saucy lady. She leaves us to that. After eat barbecue, she's a saucy lady. <laughs> I ribs. broke up with my beard this week. Oh, but not your mustache, huh? Nope. Don't <laughs> want to get mistaken for me, or me to be mistaken for you. Well, I actually I think we need to trade. I think you need a mustache, and I need a <laughs> other thing, because our water about doing has like mustache. Almost, almost like a handlebar, but then have it turn up, so it looks like... Uh, have a turn-up mustache? Ooh, <laughs> it'll turn up. Took him just as Spock with a tricorder and my beard cut off, but like the sideburns, the points. You should go with um, your pocket protector in. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Technically. Oh. For a second, there, I thought uh, Master Zed was um, Magnum P.I., <laughs> well, last weekend we went to a murder mystery dinner party. Oh, my. At our sister's house, and my character, I decided, sister? should have a mustache. Oh, oh so nice. Oh. We have varying oh. degrees of facial hair on our group. I've <laughs> only do. ever had a mustache <laughs> for a total of, I think, 10 minutes. <laughs> That's only because I shaved mine off today. Out of frustration. Your mustache? My beard. Oh. You had a beard? I had the starting of startings of one. Oh. Um <clears throat> it goes back to the uh 
uh, little mole. mole removal thing. Mm-hmm. When I got the stitches out, the nurse was like, you probably shouldn't shave for like two weeks, you know. And oh. by that point, I hadn't shaved for a week and a half. And today I'm just like, uh, I can be careful enough. And I <laughs> shaved. <laughs> it was getting to the itchy phase and I've never made it past uh, that phase. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's well, lovely I, on this side. I This is the second time I've had a mustache for more than 10 minutes. The uh-huh. first time was... Uh, oh, before we went to Mexico, I had a full beard and I was just wanted it. I was going to just trim it off so it was cooler when it's humid down there. Mm-hmm. And I just was joking around and left a mustache. And then <laughs> I had it for a couple days and I just forget that I have it. Until um, so you look in the mirror, like, whoa! I was oh, going to yeah. have it Certain. for Mexico and Charlie was like, uh, we leave tomorrow. That thing has got to go. It's not going Why? It's a popular style in Mexico. I'm Some sure. people like, can I don't pull it want off. all the pictures. And you, and you can. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I don't want all the pictures. You'd have a mustache. And I was like, I want that because I want to remember where those pictures are from. And <laughs> hey. she's like, you'll be able to tell because it'll be Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this time, I so I shaved it for the dinner party. And then mm-hmm. Charlie is traveling for work currently. So oh. <laughs> this morning I was, or last night, I was like, man, I'm itchy. I need to shave my neck. But then I thought it would look weird. I wasn't ready to go get away, get a, rid of the mustache. So I decided I neither needed to shave completely to reinforce the mustache or <laughs> I needed to shave it all off and just mm-hmm. shave my neck. I think you grow your beard back, and then when it gets a, a little bit of length, you cut your mustache to match, and then just let it go again. Yeah. I. Or you can wax it. Or that Since it, Charlie's out of town, I could just have a mustache for at least a few yeah. more days. <laughs> or you could just go straight, just leave the mustache, but just go like Grecian formula and just have a jet black mustache. Mm. Or just draw it on with a Sharpie. And then you can wear a sombrero. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, no. We'll find out tomorrow if um, <laughs> it's going to stick around for any longer. Nice. I, I don't know. I think it looks all right on you. Yeah, sombrero. I, I want all brero. It's <laughs> growing on me. You can definitely pull mm-hmm. it off. It is growing on you, technically. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It's not paste on. <laughs> well, so one of the guys at work, him and I evidently look pretty similar. We have very similar coloring, facial, like skin tone and hair color. And we went out to a trivia night with them Tuesday. And um, I was hoping he would shave because his he pretty much just has a beard now, but he usually has a mustache. Yeah. Um. But the first time I met him was virtually in a meeting and I had to do a double take on <laughs> which square on the screen was me because we were wearing almost identical plaid shirts. Nice. <laughs> I was trying to find a picture of me to put as like a, some of the paperwork I've been doing. They asked for like a picture of me, I guess. So well, I couldn't find one just of me with a serious face. <laughs> So as my wife in it, I think. I was like, well, this one's good. I think it's one from us in, in Florida. 
Oh. We happened to be soaking wet at the time, but it was... Well, you could just that, do what other people you, seem to do at work and just use photos that are 15 years old. And you're like... I have that one of me in my soccer uniform in 1989. <laughs> with my mullet. I have... I'm using the... Uh, the paint portrait that we have on our website <laughs> as mine. Nice. Just with me, not with you guys in it. Uh, right. <laughs> on your passport? Yeah, on my passport. <laughs> this is as you're a cartoon. Do I might need to update it now, though, because I'm, you know, a couple moles short than when I had that. Or mm. did and that. A little lighter than the hair. A couple cool. moles short of a molehill. <laughs> So I was going to go down and visit Boise and our parents and stay with Master Zed and go to the, you know, murder mystery dinner and everything. But Friday, the day I was planning to leave. You were killed? I was killed. <laughs> no, I woke up sick. Oh, no. And, you know... You wake up in the morning and it's just like, okay, it's morning. Ugh, didn't go to I work. I feel terrible. Yeah, once I get to work, I'm like, <laughs> uh, this isn't just being the morning. I am actually not feeling well. <laughs> so I left after an hour and found out that Little Pold was also sick. My wife was sick. Oh. So they're like, okay, we just have to cancel the trip. <laughs> Jabba the Hug was sick. Jabba the Hug, yeah. <laughs> um, Jabba the, funny the Hug. Thing, so the funny thing was, a few days before that, a coworker and I were talking about President's Day coming up, mm-hmm. and he was like, "What are you going to go? Which president are you going to go as for President's Day?" <laughs> <You know? Taft. laughs> so we were joking around about it, different ideas, and so <laughs> on Friday, I think it was Saturday when I woke up, uh, I texted him and said, "I guess I'm going as President Harrison." <laughs> because <laughs> he's the one that died like five weeks after taking office because he was ill mm-hmm. so <laughs> do we have a line of secession for this podcast if you die <laughs> someone yeah, else little pulled over? us to take over as, yeah little pulled takes over <laughs> i guess so That's no i'm horrible. i'm feeling much better now i you feel happy I feel happy. <laughs> I want to go for a walk. Yeah, I went it's to like, work. Oh, don't go yesterday. that far. I teleworked Tuesday and today, so nice. I still have uh, there. There's some phlegm that's still trying to escape my lungs, so I'll have a coughing fit now and then. But Save it I'm saving it up for consumption. <laughs> yeah. oh, Better be idea. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it should be for me because I've got a lot of consumption to go over. Oh, yeah. As well as other things. So my last day at my current employment is tomorrow. Whoa. <gasps> what? Yeah. And you got a new job? I do have a new job. <laughs> oh, wait, you talked about it. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Well, anyways, uh, my friends organized a, a dinner out for me, which was really fun um, last Thursday. And then on Friday, which is my day off, my holiday, I think. Yeah. Um, two of my friends dragged me an hour away to play disc golf one last time. Wow. And played 54 holes straight. Wow. Which was a lot. That's that three is... games for a map impaired. Right? Yes. Uh, at least. 
Um, and you used garbage can lids. I'm I got better each time. Oh, I usually peek and then it drops off. Yeah, I usually peek at two. I try not to <laughs> peek. I want to be surprised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was fun. Um, and then, so I spent the last two weeks trying to get our house ready, or like a week and a half. We had a deadline. We knew, okay, we're going to have pictures taken of our house because we're selling our house because my new job's in a different state. Um, so we had like nine days to get our house ready to go. It's liquid. And we, we made it just in time. <laughs> so they took pictures of our house, and um, it looks really awesome. And my wife's like, this is what I want our house, our new house to look like as far as decluttered and minimal. Mm. Like, how are we going to do that? We have a lot of stuff. Just leave pay all the th- stuff in the storage unit. Pay the movers to deliver yes. it to the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a lot of painful things happening in the future, it sounds like. But um, I'm about to build a shed just to put all my stuff in it. Maybe <laughs> 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 underground bunker, two-story, but goes below the ground. Well, uh, I'll take those other two shelves off your hands if you need me to. We'll definitely give those to you. Well, I can see it behind you. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was kind of worried because I was, I think it, I think your wife texted me while I was um, coming home from getting my stitches out. And I had stopped at Walmart to pick up some cough drops. And so as soon as I saw, oh, bookshelf. Yeah. I, of course I want a bookshelf. I just said yes and then drove over there and picked it up. So, so I was a little bit. You dropped everything to come over. <laughs> Like, why he really likes bookshelves? <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, but then I was worried. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't say anything to my wife about this, and so <laughs> I, in, but it, it, I let her know, and she's like, and I, I said, and she's, she actually asked me, "Don't they have a couple more of those too?" I'm like, "Yeah," and they said I could probably have them. She's like, "Oh, great." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh." Phew. But she does like bookshelves. She wants them too. So, yeah, like twelve years or something. Um, so yeah, the, the pictures were taken on Wednesday. So yesterday I came home and, um, didn't do a whole lot and I'm not doing, it didn't do a whole lot before the podcast today, other than I made mac and cheese for dinner, <laughs> but, um, it's been crazy and I, I don't think I've ever worked that hard in my life. And really, I mean, um, yeah, St. Jimmy was, and his wife were very instrumental in getting it done for us. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> But that I felt I actually had a nerd moment because um, I think it was Saturday. You, no, it was Monday you came over, right? Uh, I think I was over there Saturday and Monday. And Monday. But when you came over Monday, I wasn't expecting you because for some reason I was thinking you had work, even though it was. Oh a yeah, yeah. No one um, expects the Spanish Inquisition. So <laughs> That's right. He, he comes to the door and I'm like, I get surprised and say his name, and I felt like um, Spock when he says Jim after he thinks he's killed him. <laughs> During the bonfire, <laughs> stuff. that's that's the emotion I had. Like, yes, you're here. That's awesome. Because <laughs> uh, I had piles of garbage. I'd take to the dump and move to the dump, and it was fun. Yep. Uh, Made a dump run. But man, I, those photographers are really good. I looked at the pictures that they took today to prove them, and I was like, wow, our house looks awesome. <laughs> it's like and not I think, pictures of your house. It's just <laughs> right. Well, we we had started. <laughs> if you would like to move into DVDs. Former house said that like, it looks email familiar. The ingenuity like, show at gmail.com. Wait, like it looks like my house, but 
this isn't what the trim looks like. I don't have crown molding. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. They just they Photoshop in stuff. Who are these Asian <laughs> kids? They did Photoshop out shop out a car that's in the driveway in mm. one picture. Oh, is the driveway shiny? In it the pictures? Oh. Ha- have uh, you, you the kids car got rid of a car yet? Huh? Weren't your kids racing to get rid of cars? Yeah, we're actually going to take one of them over to his house tomorrow or Saturday. Mm, Okay. I think we have an open house at 2 p.m. on Saturday, so it's got to be before that. Um, We're going to try to get it started and drive it over. Oh. Which would be good. Um, If you get it started, you can just leave the keys in it near somewhere, like take (laughs) it downtown and... The problem is we have to jump the starter first. Do we have to jump the starter to get it to go? The ignition won't work because we're Leave assuming there's some kind of clutch in oh. lock. Well, it's not so, working. So, yeah, make sure the clutch is engaged before you manually uh, jump the starter. Neutral. And then if we can't get the clutch to in dis- or to let us put it into gear, then we'll have to tow it. Yeah. Which will be it's fun. downhill, right? We could put it on your little trailer. <laughs> I don't yeah. I think it's really heavy. Fiero's you could put it on there, there yourself, like, right? I put a piano on there. I know. Put All Saint I have to Jimmy. do is make the trip once, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just far enough away from your house that it's... <laughs> <laughs> I want to put it in front of his house, so it's his problem. Oh, yeah. It's a good idea. Um, yeah, the other one, we should just park like in Seattle with the keys in it. To disappear. Oh. Head no, guess that's too not. obvious. That's true. You gotta not put the keys in it. And not talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not commit. But that one's fraud. Even with the even with the head gasket, if we as long as we make sure there's coolant in it, we could move it short distances. Well, so you don't have to file an insurance claim. You can just no, we have to make it disappear. Get have you, it disappear and have it. Sure do is there ways, a junkyard would junkyard, pay you yeah. for it. So I sold or I donated a non-working motorcycle to a charity thing and they work with an auction yard and they came and picked it up and then sold it at auction and got a tax deduction for it. You have to itemize to do that? Yes. I've never made it. I've got enough to itemize for some reason. No. Well, you could still do that and then you could feel good that you didn't have to deal with it and someone else yeah. was able to well at this point i'm going to tell my son pick a friend and go drive it and park it near their house because i don't want to hear anymore and <laughs> i'm not driving down to the junkyard oh. and have them cut you a check yeah yeah and then we'll just you'll be out of your hair you won't have to worry about trying to sell it and it'll just be gone i don't know or you should have been saving up your money so you could actually put a new engine in it because it would be a nice car with a new engine. <laughs> um, and, and get then another miles on it before it breaks again. Apparently, that like the damage caused the engine is like a known issue that BMW just builds into their cars. They can sell more engines. Why not? Potentially. Kooky. <laughs> they probably just assume that you're going to do 
their very rigid German inspections on everything at a super tight interval that you'll replace the belt every 20,000 miles or whatever. Um, Well, he didn't have it for 20,000 miles, so he didn't get a chance to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they just long to pay it off, so that's all that matters. Yeah, that's, that's good. It seems like a fun car. If I had uh, a desire, I would feel like it would be a fun project. I, I don't I think mean, it would be hard for us to change the engine out if we had time and the desire. Right. I don't have time. I have desire, <laughs> and I don't have so, parking. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had a shot. With that, yeah, with that, we, I mean, we could just replace the head gasket and see if the engine is damaged, because it does start and go. Yeah. But, um, it just blows a lot of smoke. No. Just it's usually, yeah, it's not good. Put some diesel decals on it. Yeah. Because yeah. smoke some white. blows white smoke. Yes, it does. It's okay. People are dumb. <laughs> it's one of those white diesels. Well, a diesel will blow white Sports smoke diesel. if it isn't burning it at all. Oh, yeah. It only blows black smoke when it's partially burnt diesel. So if you have a injector that has a blown O-ring and it's just dumping diesel straight into the cylinder, it'll blow white smoke. Ooh. I may or may not know that from personal Smoking. experience. <laughs> and you can have a bad injector and have it vibrate the truck enough that you think you have a loose wheel or bent drive shaft. Oh. It'll shake the truck that bad. <laughs> it's quite the shake. Yes. Well, Little Pold's car, you know, we talked about getting it repaired for the um, belt. Mm-hmm. Well, they also re- repaired the engine struts. And surprisingly, now engine? it doesn't rattle. Oh, the, <laughs> mounts? the motor mounts? No, uh, I think they said struts. I don't know what oh, those the are. Struts? I guess the struts are part of the steering or the suspension. suspension. They were broken. That could make a big difference. Yeah. Uh, yes. All of those things would make. Yeah. A bad vibration. So I surprise, it doesn't vibrate anymore. <laughs> I had bad struts on a Toyota Tercel, but at, at 55 miles an hour, if I pump the brakes, I can almost get the front end to hop off the ground. <laughs> Impressive. It was quite funny. I do all my strut and walking. <laughs> Well, I have uh, the large off or like the bigger off-roading trip that I do every year with mm-hmm. our f- group of friends. Uh, we got that scheduled and a route picked. And so I have a to-do list on my truck now. Driving to Hawaii? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawaii backcountry <laughs> discovery route? That's right. We need an outboard motor. Um, yeah. Four tires. Yeah. But I've got a bunch of parts sitting downstairs waiting to get put on now. Cool. Oh, nice. So um, it's a pretty short list comparatively, but <laughs> we're basically redoing the front. Uh, we're replacing the hub, uh, like wheel bearings. They're assemblies that you can't, they're non-serviceable bearings. Mm. So you have to replace the whole hub assembly. Um. In the axle U joints and all the seals in the front axle, or or or, 
And hopefully that will get rid of the grinding vibration sound that we get when the hubs are locked. Oh. Be nice. It doesn't make it with it in four-wheel drive without the hubs locked. So I don't think it's like a bad U-joint or something. And then I have a leaking transfer case output shaft seal. Oh, boy. That I need to replace, which evidently is like a 10, 15-minute job. That'll probably end up being four hours. Oh, at least. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to try to finally install my hydraulic steering assist. Ooh. Which requires drilling and tapping up my steering gearbox. Which is making me nervous. That's why I've had the stuff for two years and haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Because those are only $500. <laughs> sounds like a lot of the little house repairs I did. I had material on hand that I bought for the things. And one of them I did and I was like, oh, that took like 10 minutes. <laughs> I should have done that a year ago. Years ago, yeah. If I can just remember that when I get a new house and need a project, I just need to finish it. Or if a problem, just get it done. Yeah. Sometimes I think I need to just write a to-do list. I've done that before. I would have it in front of me and know, oh, I could go spend half an hour doing this thing and get it off the list. And it wouldn't sit there not being done for years. And you can earn endorphins when you check it off. Oh, yeah. Give myself XP. Yeah, there you go. I told my kids I was going to do that with their house. I was like, okay, I'm going to split up our house like a dungeon. And then <laughs> if you tackle one of the dungeons, there'll be a mystery XP and um, treasure trove that you can unlock that you won't know until after. You... Then we can incorporate it into characters we play in the game. Nice. And the wife said, that sounds way too much work. Just get stuff done. I was like, okay. <laughs> Just beat them. Fine. <laughs> be realistic. Do a total party kill. <laughs> I want to get a whiteboard to put in the garage so I can make a physical a list that I can just see every time I go in the garage. Because I have yeah. virtual lists. I have paper lists, too. I have a paper list of house projects, mm-hmm. which are mostly quick, like less than an hour, an hour type things, like changing a faucet or replacing a piece of transition, you know. But yeah. For the garage or the truck, I having like a whiteboard would be nice because I don't go and look out my or search out my spreadsheet very often. Yeah. It's such a crazy world. Things happen every day. We'll keep you up to date. The ingenuity way. When there's musk in space, a hospital conga line, a pool moose or chocolate snow, we'll tell you every time. Random news, random news. All right, our topic this week is random news. All right. Well, my story comes from the UK. (coughs) There's a crisp company called walkers that's running a promotion right now about um hold on texas second. rangers uh zombies that are on fire something Ooh, like that crisp walkers very close <laughs> um 
basically potato chips that are shaped like hearts. They want consumers to try to find the best one. And they'll be, I guess, I guess they'll judge to see which one is the most heart shaped. And that person will receive 100,000 pounds. Oh, that's not good for your heart. What's that? That's not good for your heart. (laughs) I won. This is kind of a stupid looking potato for it to be heart shaped. Well, apparently there was a woman who worked at a grocery store there. And she was eating a bag of these Walker chips. And she found this one that looked really like a perfect heart shape. And so she like took four ventricles and everything. Yeah, she took a picture of it, sent it to her friends, and then ate it. Oh no! And when her <laughs> friends responded, they're like, "Oh, you you could win the hundred thousand prize. You just need to save it, you know, and the the bag and everything." And she's like, "Oh, too late! <laughs> <laughs> I already ate it. Hundred thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! It looked just like a rat heart. <laughs> <laughs> so it was since a she, rat heart. Since she works at the grocery store, she's been reminding." Every customer that buys some, make sure you look for a heart in there. <laughs> oh, man. But I guess she's not the only one that's done that. There was a guy that makes TikTok videos or something that has a video series where he shows people what he eats or whatever. And he was eating a bag of these crisps or chips, as we call them. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, he put it on his TikTok video. Apparently got feedback from people saying, you just ate a heart-shaped potato chip that you could have won 100,000 pounds with. That's why you don't take pictures of your food, people. <laughs> Nobody will know. I only take mine after it's digested. Oh. oh. <laughs> He's Look at this to steak I had friend. last night. <laughs> Look, it's heart-shaped. <laughs> I ate corn. He doesn't eat corn. I don't eat corn. Not anymore. I can't eat corn. Not since the incident. <laughs> so. Not since he found out how it's grown. Keep that in mind. The The contest ends in March. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get Walker's chips in the U.S.? I have no idea. Never heard Let's of them. So. <laughs> They're popular so, in Texas. <laughs> Walker's <laughs> Texas chips. <laughs> you can buy British food online in the U.S. Apparently, <laughs> well, do you know what you can't buy in the U.S. is cocoa banana. Oh, uh, so it's a subsidiary of Frito Lay. Apparently, what isn't this podcast <laughs> is a subsidiary of Frito Lay? I think I wish. <laughs> uh, so there's a minor professional hockey league called the Southern professional hockey league. It's got 11 teams and recently the quad city storm traveled (laughs) with some fans three hours to attend a match. I think they're called games, a game. What do they call hockey games? Games. (laughs) Oh, to attend a game, a skate, fight, a fight, brawl? a brawl, a hockey a brawl. fight, of hockey. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they got there. Fans showed up. Everybody got ready, and they went to drop the puck to start the game. And the home team was not in attendance. 
Oh. <laughs> so they after forfeited? they penalized them for a delay of game penalty, <laughs> they, they declared the game a forfeit finally. They should have let that visiting team like just score as many goals as they want. Uh, so they just went ahead and did their post game stuff, like let fans skate on the rink and stuff. And then they had to drive home three hours. <laughs> um, the team that didn't show up is the Vermilion County Bobcats. And they have lost 77 of their last 86 games. Only forfeit. they don't show up. <laughs> Well, there's some conjecture that they are not going to exist very much longer. (laughs) It doesn't take a master prognosticator to guess that. Yeah, so this is a 30,000-person town in eastern Illinois. And apparently they're not... uh, Their fans are more supportive of the game than their team. So... I should just put pads on some of the fans and get them out there. Yeah, they should have just had some of the fans. Because if they showed skates. up with their skating gear, they could have just yeah. done a, what do they call those? Uh, exhibition game? Exhibition game, yeah. So, At least they would have traveled three hours for nothing. They're not yeah. going to show up. Tell their team. I know. Won't give a fair warning. But maybe the, if the other team didn't show up too, they'd both forfeit. Oh, they maybe. Have I don't know. They don't have bonus points. Maybe they tell them, we're not going to show up, so you better not come. And then they show up. up. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to like officially forfeit to the league or something beforehand. (laughs) Right. Um, So my new story, I'm going to talk about again during consumption. Whoa. Um, Double dipper. That's right. So um, humpback whale populations are returning or they're rebounding, growing, I guess. Rebounding, thank you. They were um, in There's danger. A brawl of, of humpbacks. That's right. <laughs> they were in danger of going extinct back when they were being commercially um, hunted. Um, and since that stopped, they have really increased in number. Now, I don't know if the AP always Shocking. does this, but they actually put like emotion into the whales. The first line is, these melancholy tunes sung by humpback whales may really be a sign of loneliness. Because, <laughs> it could sound melancholy. Because uh, that's a mating call, apparently, and as there's a more populous or larger population of whales, they don't have to sing to attract mates anymore oh. um, as much. So, Well, their uh, singing is probably going to improve because there'll be some competition. Well, they figure if they're singing also could alert nearby other suitors for the female um, mm. to also attend. They'll say whisper. Yeah. Whale whisper. <laughs> Whale whisper. <laughs> so it used to be in 2004, two in 10 male whales would sing. Um, <laughs> and 10 years later, it dropped to just one in 10. Mm. Which is a very large, staggering number. I mean... Fifty percent drop, right? But you're talking two to one. It's not like it was went from eight to two or something. Well, that would be a eight to four. Twenty percent to ten percent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right in the in uh, the ten counting in tens. 
But to assume that it's like, well, they're lonely, so they're singing. Like, no, it's a mating strategy. They're looking for each other. Yeah. Like, but hey, your songs what's up, do travel baby? really long distance in water. I like your lovely lady space. pumps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only slower and more drawn out. I love you. So I guess in the 60s, they figured there's only 200 wells left. Whoa. And they've now grown to, like, in 2015, they had 27,000. Whoa. Whoa. So prolific. Wells getting busy. I've seen one in the wild once. Oh, man. In your backyard? No. (laughs) It was chasing the squirrels. Yeah. (laughs) Poor Daryl didn't stand a chance. (laughs) And this this guy gets paid a lot of money. He's a a marine biologist, but whaleologist. He's the uh, John Madden of male or uh, marine biologists. (laughs) Animal populations recover; they change their behavior. Oh, what? Couldn't have told you. As they have more baby whales, their population goes up. (laughs) Whales stop dying. There'll be more whales. (laughs) When hunting, (laughs) when they yeah, when the number of whales dying every year and the number of new whales are born every year increases, then the population increases. Really, and every whale whale has the the most points wins the game. Football game, right? Because I did hear John Madden say. Well, the team that scores more points in this game is going to be the winner. Like <laughs> that's every that's game. True in every game, John. Oh uh, yeah. But anyway, it, it's fun reading people that like scientists. Um, I don't know. So how many Making do we have obvious. to get to before we can start hunting them again? <laughs> I, well, I figured twenty-seven thousand is about pre-hunting levels. I was like pre-hunting oh. levels, so before people. Because as long as there's been seafaring humans, I'm sure they thought, oh, that's a lot of meat. Let's get that. I've got my name on the early list for whale tag. <laughs> I don't know where you clip it, though. Unfortunately, you got it in Idaho. Yeah. Oh. And it's a bow tag. Dang it. <laughs> or black powder. <laughs> Puzzle loader. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> I've searched all over the state. <laughs> So I'll, I'll talk again about this with uh, other theories I have. There's a submarine in Idaho. There right? is a sub base. So, well, maybe for, there's whales. Maybe baby, baby subs. <laughs> a wee lake. Well, so my news story comes out of Australia. Oh, we're all over the globe. Good day. Uh, so stay there. this one lady had not the greatest good day. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shortly after letting her golden retriever out into was the it yard. Was it day? Oh. Nope. So we know um, who let the dog out. Yes, she let the dog out. Kirsten Lynch. Oh, this isn't just Australia. This is Tasmania Ooh. in oh. Australia. Um, more specifically. So that might give you a little hint of what's to come. So she <laughs> let her golden retriever out in the yard to do its business. And then it, you know, let her back in. Didn't think anything of it. And uh, a little bit later decided she was going to play with her dog. And so she went to grab the um, Tasmanian devil toy that the dog plays with. And Mm -hmm. it ran away from her. Uh. 
and a real Tasmanian devil <laughs> had followed the dog <laughs> back inside. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, man. Tasmanian devils strange. are the large, world's largest carnivorous marsupial. <laughs> oh. um, they can get to... Like, the only one? It says the size of a large house cat. <laughs> so I'm thinking like 20 pounds, probably. Not like, not like a Mike Tyson house cat. They can get up to the size yeah. of a large Tasmanian devil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they are known to be very aggressive. What? <laughs> Hence the <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. And the um, devil. Whatnot. So <laughs> they make a horrible uh, sound, too, right? They do. Yes. The sound is pretty bad um yeah, so she pitchforks the so kirsten or Kristen or whatever kirsten uh alerted her family and her and her children stood on top of their dining room table while her husband chased this tasmanian <laughs> devil around the house with a broom uh, and was, was uh, able to or? well they can't have guns in australia oh that's right. well they were recreating a their favorite looney tunes episode <laughs> yes <laughs> they um, dress up like uh so he Bugs the, Bunny. it was an assault broom so you know yeah you can't have that <laughs> Short barrel, the high capacity, room. <laughs> high capacity <brew. laughs> Um, so they were fine. Everyone was fine. The Tasmanian devil was able to get out of the house. It didn't go berserk like they're known to do and just start biting and clawing things, but it did seem scared. Um, <laughs> yeah. but it, it, they got it outside. It was okay. And I'd be scared the, if someone came at me with a broom. <laughs> it's a witch. <laughs> Yep. So uh, there was that's a the news. thing online that was like a large boulder the size of a small boulder is blocking <laughs> the right lane of the highway. It's like, what? <laughs> you can't <laughs> compare a thing to itself. Uh, oh, they have a <laughs> uh, video of it. Oh. It is about the size of a cat. Oh. But more badger-like. Ooh. And at one point it looked like it was playing with the dog toy. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, just trying to get... To be loved. Just trying to hide. Was he singing to the dog toy? I love you. Their <laughs> sound they make is kind of awful. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's only if you don't hear it underwater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We need a Tasmanian whale. <laughs> Ooh, that would be scary. My sounds like somebody's I think got consumption. I have got consumption. You think? I think so. Okay. <laughs> um. So since I watched a Drew Barrymore Adam Sandler movie last week, I thought I'd watch another one this week. So I watched mm. The Wedding Singer. Oh, nice. Um, I think my favorite part of that movie is 
with Billy Idol on the airplane. Yeah. Yep. I also watched a movie with um, Matthew Perry and Chris Farley called Almost Heroes. Um, Yeah, I had never heard of it either before. (laughs) I've heard of that. Is that the western-y one? It's the one where they're competing with Lewis and Clark to get to the Pacific Ocean first. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Um, It wasn't super funny. There were a couple parts I laughed at. <laughs> Apparently, it was Chris Farley's last movie that he did before mm. he passed away. Wasn't John Candy's last yeah, movie like was... a Wagon's East? Yes, yes. it was. So, so if you're a comedian, it's overweight. Don't go out and play in the wild on horses. Yeah, don't do any westerns. He did a lot of yell of yelling in the movie. You know, That's Chris Farley, shocking type yelling. What? Um, there's a part where he falls, quiet, gentlemen. he falls down a mountain, which is oh, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not that great. <laughs> Watch Tommy Boy instead. Yeah. Um, I finished Alice in Borderland season two. Ooh. Um, eh. I wasn't going to talk about it. I watched the first couple episodes and... I don't think I'm going to continue. Yeah, I didn't like that last episode. I thought it stretched on too long. And I I learned that the reason I was watching it was just to find out what the heck happened. <laughs> and the last episode, like, does so many, like, this is what happened. Oh, just kidding. Oh, it's what? this is what happened. Oh, just kidding. You know, type oh, thing. That it's just like, me. what the heck? Switch. Just give it up. Um, no one so, is amused. Anyway, <laughs> and it, I mean, I don't know. It was okay, I guess. Um, I started watching Clarkson's Farm season two. Nice. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, he's got a lot less harebrained ac- ideas this season. Um, and yeah, I'm four or five episodes in, but. I'm enjoying it. Nice. Uh, I finished a book series, the Jim Butcher Codex Alera series. Um, First Lord's Fury was the last book, and it was awesome. How many books are there in the series? I believe there's six. And it wraps up the story pretty well. Um, It's one of those ends to a series where most of the book centers around the huge war. Um, lots of battling. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I was kind of lukewarm on the first couple books of the series, but after it got going, I really enjoyed it. So I would recommend that series. It's the Codex Alera by Jim Butcher. So, um, one of the things about the the books is that the magic system is kind of kind of reminiscent of like the uh, last Airbender, where there's different elements, users of different elements. But in addition to like fire, water, air, there's also like wood and metal and that that kind of stuff. Not marshmallow. Oh. <laughs> and the 
the nobles and higher class have more powers. Like some of them have can have all of the powers. Oh, um, and, I think uh, balloon bender. So it's the, uh, the I've read like three different um, fantasy novels, and the all of them had the same premise of there were okay. these elemental people, and then there's this one. <laughs> chosen person that can do more than one and And i haven't even seen any of that like the cartoon or anime or whatever and i did not watch the movie i just heard about it Mm. so these were all independent of that oh wow popular but yes yeah well in this one the main character has no powers in the first few books so he has to get by on his wits alone his wits and his courage. Glad so. I don't have to do that. <laughs> so that's my consumption. Noise. Well, I bought the new Gray Man novel already. Oh. I haven't started it yet, though. Just thought I'd throw that out there that it's out. It is. A burner. Mm. So MJ was out of town over the long weekend, so I watched some as I usually do with my teenager kids watch horror movies. And now we're watching (laughs) horrible movies as well. Mm. So some of these were horror and some of them were horrible. Some were both. Uh, The first one we watched was called Grim Cuddy. And this one was actually pretty good. It's about this, uh, these parents that hear about this internet meme thing where kids are like cutting themselves and they hear about this one kid that may have even like stabbed his mom or something. So all these parents in this community start <clears throat> like taking their kids' phones away so they won't get involved in this grim cutting meme. But meanwhile, there's actually this creature that is the one that's cutting the kids, but the adults don't believe it. Mm. And the thing I liked about this one was that Unlike some other horror movies I've watched recently, they, they figured out British accent or no, British accent. No, but they figured out the rules of this creature and use it effectively. Use the rules. Oh, nice. Yeah, not like Smile, where, where they figure out the rules and then ignore them and get killed. It's like uh, the next one we've watched. Uh, we watched it because it has Nick Cage in it, and it, oh. But he doesn't have any lines. Oh. He's the main character, and he's in the entire movie. He doesn't say a word. Hmm. It's called Willy's Wonderland, and I guess it's supposed to be like Five Nights at Freddy. Although I haven't seen much of that game. But uh, what happens in it is his car breaks down in this small town, and to pay off the repairs... He agrees to go into this like uh, Chuck E. Cheese type place and clean it up so that they can reopen it because it's trashed. It's been closed for years and they're like, well, if you go clean this up overnight, then I'll have your car fixed and ready in the morning and that'll pay it. But then they lock him in there and the robots come alive and try to kill him and he has to fight him. It was actually not bad. Well, he didn't. That's, you said he didn't speak, so yeah, I bet uh, they didn't have to pay him. I, oh. I feel like he was autistic or something because 
of some of the weird things, idiosyncrasies he had. But uh, if you watch it, let me know what you think. Uh, the next one we watched was a Japanese horror movie called Remember with a slash between re and member because it's like a Groundhog's Day type thing where they're reliving the same day over and over. Mm-hmm. But every night they have to go at every night at midnight. They, this group of high school kids get transported to this. It's their high school, I guess, but there's a demon child that's killing them every night. But to get out of it, they have to go and collect her. These scattered body parts and return them to this coffin that's, in the school gym or something. And so every night they're just looking through the school, trying to find body parts while this Mm. little supernatural girl is hunting and murdering them brutally. It was pretty decent. It was okay. And the last one we watched was another Nick cage movie, but it was so bad. It was called Mandy. We watched it because it's, Known apparently as being horrible. Uh, it's about I this. Feel like I'd heard some decent things about it being it bad, kind of <laughs> like potential cult classic. Uh, but. it may have been going for that. <laughs> so it's this couple, Nick Can't Cage. Go for this, that. That doesn't work. Right. That's the whole. Thing. Yeah, Nick Cage in this woman are living kind of out in the woods like kind of a hippie lifestyle he's like a lumberjack or something and i think she's an artist but she's out walking one day and this group of cult members drives by in a van and see her and the leader of the cult decides he wants her in the cult so they like hire this biker gang that's really weird to go kidnap her and then they drug her to make her fall in love with the cult leader, but she doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. So anyways, Nick Cage has to go on a rampage and kill everybody involved. I think I may <sighs> have seen this. Anyways, it was very weirdly done. Like I think everyone from the writer down to like the grips must've been on serious drugs <laughs> because it was very disjointed and just a mishmash of styles going on. And it was just bizarre and not very enjoyable. Oh, I forgot one last thing I watched. That's what it was. Okay. The last thing I watched was also not very good, (laughs) but we knew that going in. So my son had seen a YouTube video about this movie that was so bad and the guy was talking about it. And so we decided to watch the movie. It's called The Drone. It's about a, this killer <laughs> that his soul is put into a drone in a freak lightning strike. <laughs> and he uses the drone to find this woman that he's obsessed with, try to frame her husband for murder. And then try to, like, seduce her as a drone. Like, a quadcopter <laughs> drone with a camera. And somehow it can, like, 
hacked their home security system and computer, which is totally unexplained. It can also somehow open doors <laughs> and all this preposterous stuff. And with its like little plastic propellers can kill people. <laughs> it was the whole plot and execution. Everything was poorly done. The acting was bad and none of it was plausible. It was really bad. Huh. I think it's on Prime. YouTube or something, but yeah. Could they MSTK3 it? I mean, could they do a mystery that's, science theater treatment to it? Probably. That's what me and my kids were doing. So <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It was like, I can't believe they would think anyone would buy that. Yeah, it was bad. But that's what we that's were funny. wanting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we can't watch bad movies like that when mom's home. So, so we finished The Lord of the Rings extended edition trilogy uh, oh, with nice. Return of the King, which was four hours and 22 minutes. Whoa. It was very long. Did he ever return? He did, eventually. Oh. Uh, there's stuff that we got added in that we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm glad they added that. Like um, the little romance between was it Faramir and whatever the Rohan lady was. Uh, uh. Er- Erwin? Erwin, yeah. Eowyn. Eowyn. Um, there was also a scene where they first get to the Black Gates and the a single guy comes out with his really weird teeth and he gets decapitated. But then my sons and I noticed that when they show the shot of them riding the horses away from the gate when they're opening more, that guy's horse and body are nowhere in sight, which was oh. funny. <laughs> Um, also, the extended edition shows how the um, people, the good guys, lose all their stuff. Like, there's a scene where I think uh, Gandalf gets his staff broken by one of the um, Nazgul. Hmm. Um, and, um, oh, the, the chainmail that um, Frodo is wearing is taken. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't, okay. <laughs> I thought that was, he got that taken from him after they fight the spider. Yeah, that's when they when they the orcs took him. That's when they they took it. But then they they took it to that guy with the weird teeth so they could try to use it to get information, I guess. Yeah, they try to show they try to disparage the rest of the army by showing, look, we killed your halflings that we're trying to get. Okay. Um yeah. I think there's also a scene where they like get trapped amongst some orcs, Frodo and Sam, because they're dressed like orcs. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that all is marching all longer. Um, that was, it was good. I mean, I, th- I think that the extended edition definitely has fewer plot holes, but holes I didn't even notice were right there. <laughs> there's... Like I did, also didn't remember that the trees, not just the ants, but the trees all moved and at the end wiped out the entire. Well, that was the previous movie. Anyway, so there's. I like the extended edition a lot better. They're better. So watch those ones. Um, my wife picked a movie when we were one night we were had enough of doing stuff. So we watched Shotgun Wedding, which has I think Jennifer Lawrence. No, not Jennifer Lopez. Lawrence. Jennifer Lopez. And the other some guy I recognize, but I don't remember the name. Josh um, Hamill. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> 
Have you seen this then? No, I'm looking at it on Google. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of called early. I mean, I've never heard of it, so we just started watching. Me neither. Well, I don't do anything about it. And, it's uh, new last year, so. Okay. Um, but I started calling things like, "What kind of movie is this?" Because at first it's like, "Oh, is this just a normal rom-com where this couple is going to get married?" The dad doesn't, her dad doesn't like the groom. And then the dad invites her ex-boyfriend, who's Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> um, well, he's not Lenny Kravitz in the movie. That's, he oh, plays okay. Sean, I think. He's supposedly this awesome guy. that, um, And everything's just going horribly wrong for this guy. Um, and they have this big fight the morning of the wedding. And while they're off, like, arguing and then split up, these pirates come ashore and take the entire wedding party hostage. <laughs> And then so it kind of comedy? Like, yeah, well, kind of, it's pretty funny, but there's a lot of good action in um, <laughs> the rom comedy with action, I guess. But that's not what a shotgun wedding is. But, and at first I complained about that because the pirates didn't appear to have shotguns, but later two of the pirates <laughs> had shotguns. But um, that's also not what, and that's it does end not what a shotgun wedding is. No, and it turns it out she's pregnant. In, I don't want to give it away, but it does turn it does not involve pregnancy, but it does turn into oh. like um, a shotgun involved with the ceremony. Um, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So check that one out. I'm getting vibes from that uh, other rom-com movie that came out with uh, that actress I don't like, Sandra Bullock. Oh, Sandra Bullock and um, that one guy. Chris... Uh... Evans, the Lost City. Yeah, oh. that one. It's oh, Channing Tatum. It's not as ridiculous as that. I don't. Okay, think. I did not like that movie. Oh, oh really? Hmm. I think it's mostly because you don't face. like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. So maybe I'd like J Lo. I don't know. I, got, I, I thought well, I kept on telling my kids, "This is oh, it's got Chief Mart- Marin in yeah. it." Yeah. He's the, the groom's or the bride's dad. Mm. Um, I had an actress that my wife really likes too. That's always plays like a ditzy older lady. Jennifer Coolidge. Yep. Um, that's like her favorite comedic actress. I think. I don't know. She loves. Oh wow. In. There's a commercial that she's on that I mute yeah, it every time I see thing. it because it's like ah, I yeah. can't take it. Isn't the Super Bowl? I don't. Yeah, she's in. Uh, White Lotus. Legally, Legally Blonde, I think. Wasn't she in that? It's uh, Stifler's mom, right? Yeah. From American Pie. I have never seen that movie. Oh. Although I have the soundtrack. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I liked it. Check it out. I was complaining to some of my kids. This is what happens when two narcissists try to have a relationship. <laughs> Only one of you is allowed to be the narcissist. Yeah, you can have two. Maybe they take turns. Well, that's true. Um, so that was good. I did have some distant relationship advice a little bit from the parents at some point, but it was it was pretty good. Um, and I watched last night. I watched while eating Albertson's fried chicken, uh, a movie called Samaritan, which is a um, Sylvester Stallone movie. It's oh. on Amazon. Um, the setup for this is there. A while ago, like decades ago, there were there was a superhero um, and a supervillain, and they ended up 
fighting, and according to what the police say, they both died in the fight. Well, there's this kid that's a big Samaritan fan. That was a superhero. Um, and he, he, he keeps on thinking different people in his life are the Samaritan, and this time he thinks his neighbor is the Samaritan based on some stuff he, he sees. And at the same time, he gets mixed up with this um, really bad dude that kind of wants to pick up where he thought the uh, the I think the bad guy is actually called Nemesis. He's trying to pick up where Nemesis left off with causing um, widespread spread chaos and panic in the city. That's what he thought was going on. And so it, it was a it was a really good movie. I, I recommend it. It's really good for me, anyways. Um, I really liked it. And then I've got a bunch of Star Trek movies because my son had never seen them. My youngest son. So we, I told him we have to watch, we have to watch them all, and we have to watch them in order. So we watched Star Trek: The Motion Picture. And then when uh, you woke up, you, you... we watched the director's cut. <laughs> they were into the third one by then. This <laughs> is missing the forty-five minute flight through the. Uh, oh. Nebula. That's and the we did a lot it, of the. It did have five minutes of the nebula, but that was plenty. Um, but they redid the it, so it was looked nicer. I've, I've been right. conditioned to fall asleep anytime I start watching that movie. I can't help it. I made it anytime I see a nebula. <laughs> um, yeah. My son's like, I think with the soundtrack and the nebula, if I just had that playing on the TV in a loop in my room, I could go to sleep anytime I needed to. <laughs> so, I was like, this is what happens when special effects artists just want to be self-congratulatory. Look what we can do. Like they don't bother asking if they should or not. Um, There's that is those Jurassic Park scientists. There's also the long flight of Spock towards the center of the thing in his space. Suit. Oh yeah. Um, and oh yeah, and the gratuitous 15 minute fly around the Enterprise. <laughs> space talk. Hey, it'd been a while since they had been on a screen, you know. Yeah, that's true. I did like that part. Um, yeah, but I think if you took all that stuff out, you'd have basically a Star Trek original series episode. <laughs> um, and then the rest of the movies, it's Kirk trying to get his job back. <laughs> In fact, that one too. He actually took the ship from the guy from Seventh Heaven, I think, was the actor that played. Anyway. Um, so then we watched Wrath of Khan, which I, I informed him is uh, Mr. Pold's favorite of the Star Trek movies. Aww. Am I correct? Yes. Um, I got I, I was I like to watch the kids as they're watching them, so I, they definitely cringed when the creatures were crawling into their ear. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Uh, my son really liked that one. Compared to motion pictures, I thought this is my favorite one. I, I think like, a lot of people had that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen two, and. I was going to have him watch like the original series episode with Khan in it, but uh, I couldn't find it in a good format to watch it. So I just told him the story. Oh, it's on Paramount. I don't have Paramount. Oh. I discovered I, I did have it, and then when we changed our cards, apparently they couldn't bill us. So they kept <laughs> on sending us emails, and I was going through my emails like, oh, what are those Paramount Plus? I thought it was just deleting with other ads. Oh. But actually, Red was like, we can't bill you. We're having to shut off your service. I was like, I don't know how that service. <laughs> Good, I should change cards more often. I should. I'm going to when I move to a new state, which will be really fun to try to figure out. Um, so, yeah, Con's really good. That, 
It was awesome. Um, we noticed that most of the guys following Khan were gingers. I don't know what that says about. Well, they're genetically engineered. Perfect, right? They have to have some flaw. Well, it's not that it's because they don't have souls, because they're genetically engineered. He's a ginger, so he can say that. But Khan isn't a ginger. Um, I'm not sure why they're following him. That's why he's the leader. I guess so. (laughs) Those are the ones that survived. Were the alien bugs gingers, though? That's what I want to know. They were kind of brownish red. Kind of gross, though. I wonder if they taste like ginger. Uh. <laughs> it never really struck me before how bad of an idea is what they did at the end of this when, um, when Spock perishes. Um, when they shoot his body at Genesis. And they tried to retcon it later by saying that the gravity of the planet must have sucked it in. It's like, you shot it right at the planet! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that line is what my sign-off is. It's from that movie. Um, so I, I was asked to speak in church, and I used that as my sign-off. <laughs> what I said at the end of my talk. And that only only people that know do. One of my friends walked up to me after and was like, was that from Star Trek? I was like, yes. <laughs> like, my wife, as like, she knew about it. She didn't know what the line was, because that... I told her I was going to quote Star Trek. <laughs> and she rolled her eyes. So apparently when I said that, certain people looked at her to see what her reaction was, but she had no <laughs> reaction because she already knew. Um, well, it's better than it, quoting Star Trek V when you're like, I need my pain! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Probably in the church setting. No. <laughs> um, I also use that in my sign-off or uh, my farewell email I sent out to my coworkers. So that was funny. Um, so then we went to the search for Spock. Um, and I think it was Monday, the temperature, or the, it was really windy and blustery uh, where we live while we were trying to work on packing up stuff in my garage. And I had the thought that maybe um, where I live now was tied to me, like kind of Genesis was this <laughs> Um, it was interesting because uh, I didn't really put it together before that I mean, there's like five actors that play Spock in that movie, but Spock's first pawn far was with uh, what's her name, Savick, yeah, on that planet. I was like, oh, that's interesting. They well, kind of went also, a lot. I don't know if we see all of it. It also has John Larroquette and um, uh, yeah, Doc Brown. Yeah, what's his name? Christopher Lloyd. Uh, Christopher Lloyd as yeah. Klingons. I didn't realize John Lerkett. I'd forgotten that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm going to look for it because he's back on TV again in Night Court to revisit it or whatever. I, I really like this one. It was really cool. I liked it when they tricked the Klingons into boarding the vessel. And it's like, it looks like the crew's hiding. And the captain's like, what do you mean? Well, no, there's no one here, and all that there is is the computer saying or speaking, and he could hear it like six, five. He's like, Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you should have taught your crew how to speak uh, English or common, whatever we're gonna call it. Human, um, human. It was really good though. I like search for Spock. It's it's fun to see uh, like Spock's planet and Sarek and oh, it's really good. And then I. Told my son this one might be his favorite because a lot of people 
have this as their favorite. That's Star Trek The Voyage Home. Um, this is where I'm going to talk about my news story some more. Because after reading that news story, I was like, oh, wait. Are we going to get a probe visit because there's too many whales now? <laughs> or if that was the whale's baiting call, I told this to my kids. I was like, maybe that probe wasn't a probe, but a ship full of whales that had left and then came back. Like Ooh. chick whales, maybe. And they were hearing the song and come, and they stopped hearing it, so they decided to investigate, and they got mad. Uh, and that's why they were destroying the planet. Uh, but that's got some of my favorite lines from Star Trek. You know, like, hello, computer. Mr. Scott, <laughs> and talk to the... Um, <laughs> uh, Chekhov asking that police officer on the streets of San Francisco where their nuclear vessels were. <laughs> uh, so good. The colorful uses of metaphors. Your call for metaphors. That's a really good one. Um, and then we watched The Final Frontier, which I remember seeing in the theater. I think this is the first one I remember seeing in the theater, maybe. Huh. It's got Spock's brother in it. I saw it's number four in the theater. Weird. It was directed by um, um, Bill Shatner. Um, it does have the really fun part where they're camping in the beginning. So I, I actually like that movie. Yeah, I know I like, it gets a I lot like of hate from some fans, but I I enjoy it. I love the Scott part where he's like, I know the ship like the back of my hand. Right. <laughs> the beam gets knocked <laughs> unconscious. And there's definitely some uh, something going on between Scotty and Uhura. Oh, my. <laughs> there's a lot of like gentle face touching and caressing. I was like, whoa, I missed <laughs> that as a kid. Um. So we left up there, and then one of my favorites is the next one. Um, yeah, my son discovered has, country. Yeah, my son likes Klingons, so he's gonna love this one. Mm-hmm. He thinks that Klingons especially when they all get killed at the beginning. Yeah, so much. Fun. <laughs> they have pink blood. What? What? Well, that's how you keep it from being rated R. <laughs> and you learn what the word sabotage came from. Oh yeah, sabotage. Oh. Does he so say it right in that Beastie movie? Boys, right? Didn't he mispronounce it in the original series? I don't remember. I, I think I seem to remember Bill Shatner mispronouncing sabotage. Maybe that's how Canadians pronounce it. Maybe. <laughs> it doesn't make it right. <laughs> uh, so I've been watching. I'm almost through the one and only season and it's a terrible show that i would not recommend for anyone but i got drawn in and it's called special forces world's toughest test and it was a competition show on it's just differential equations (laughs) (laughs) it's a it's so this is where it lost me but i've watched most of it and i'm gonna finish it (laughs) celebrities competing oh. <laughs> in oh. these special forces training exercises. Um, I basically just skip. So Charlie's been out of town. So that's the reason that I'm watching it, but I've just been skipping everything. There's like two different um, competition segments in each episode. So I've just been skipping to those. Um, but uh Montel Jordan was in there. <laughs> really? Yeah. So we. Yeah, I don't think he's been a celebrity for a while. 
Um, yeah, that's the level of celebrity that's in it. <laughs> so his song, This Is How We Do It, was number one on the charts when I graduated high school. Yes. Wow. He's aged. No. I like that song. <laughs> I like it. I have his album. It's really good. Yeah. That was back in the 1900s. I know. Uh, there's like Mike Piazza, the baseball player. Okay. There's uh, Danny Amendola, football oh, player. Oh, really? Mm. Um, he's still in it, doing well. Um, was an athlete. There's some lady that was on The Bachelorette. There was so, the was mom like from a, John and Kate Plus Eight. Was, was one like the, the parallel rope bridge one? Is that they have to do that? Yeah. And they were over a big chasm. I think I saw a preview or something. Yes. So the special forces, they just do it over a lake. So if you fall off, you just get wet. Yeah, so the special forces guys are hilarious. Of course they are. Because be their humor is so, like, I don't Those know. Military humor is, like, different. It's great. Yes, it's very good. Um, but, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it for anyone unless you're really <laughs> down in the... <laughs> what's, what's it on? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's on Hulu. Okay, I think but, I might go get my wife to watch it with me, which will be yeah. better. Um, I am only bearing it by skipping all of the dramatic parts where they just have people (laughs) talking about stuff. Oh, Jamie Lynn Spears. So Britney Spears, little sister is in it. There was a few people up front. Someone from like seventh heaven. There's like, Um, I have seven kids. There's lots of that. I don't know. There were a few people that are like, what did you think this was going to be? Yes, it's hard. It's called the toughest like, test. Well, yeah. Toughest. So pretty terrible, but mildly entertaining. <laughs> um, much better. I watched season two of Warrior Nun. Oh, that there's a season two? Yes. I watched season one. I feel like I liked it. I, I like it. It's weird. Yeah, it's really strange. <laughs> uh, so there's a nun who there's a order of nuns, the order of the cruciform sword. sword. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, this halo that imbues one of the nuns with magical powers effectively. And at the end of season one, they release, they untrap this guy that they've been trying this uh what they think is an angel from this tomb and he turns out to not be so nice (laughs) and so season two is trying to get him basically get the genie back in the bottle (laughs) do they show like a previously on like and show a recap we're gonna have to watch the first season again no, they show they do a okay, pretty in-depth recap or a good enough recap of the first season. Good fresh, okay. Because there's kind of some other mythology mixed in. I assume on purpose. There's like a Lilith character, which if you know your um, vampire lore, <laughs> um, yeah. But it was pretty good. I like it. The humor's funny. Like you know, it's seems like a young adult show, but there's a lot of pretty is graphic it, violence and language. And is it like foreign, a foreign TV? It's show? in like English, Spanish? but the, I think season one 
takes place in Spain, and I think okay. most of the actors are Spanish. Okay. So they have okay. accents, but um, yeah, it's good. It's on Netflix. Recommend it. Um, and that's got kind of the one problem that shows have with like inconsistent people's abilities to like mm. you're totally fighting effectively in this scene and then the next scene you just stand there while the bad guys take you hostage <laughs> and you seem completely helpless so but it's like i just the, it just it's the, shock i assume that they're it's the fight or flight um, and they go into uh freeze it's like <laughs> the detroit lions of action films yeah Um, and then the last thing I've been watching is a lot of rugby, uh, mm. six nations rugby, which is the tournament, um, with Ireland, Scotland, England, Wales, Italy, and France is currently happening. So, um, I got in, started a little late and have been catching up on, um, for, for Ireland. And so I watched their matches and then I, watched the Scotland matches but figured out how to watch it live without having to watch YouTube screen captures of it <laughs> um so it's on Peacock oh there's a match on Saturday at 7:50 or I guess it'd be is that yeah. another streaming service yeah Peacock it's NBC <laughs> yeah too many that one free though uh it's like five bucks oh, with ads, it? but I'm just going to have it for a month, I think. And I think you can get a free trial, but I already had gotten one of those at some point. But, um, much better. I used to split paying ESPN plus extra special package for six nations with a friend from work. And it was like $160 for mm. the it's five weeks and there's three matches. So 15 matches. Wow. Um, so five bucks a month is way better. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Way cheaper than going to the game. Yes. If you can even get tickets. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Does anybody have any nerd cred? So, leading up to the NFL um, conference championship game for the AFC, mm-hmm. um, I was prepared for the eventuality, you know, like just in case the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes lost to the Bengals again. Mm. And I was prepared by making a meme that showed. Um, a screenshot from the insurance commercial that Mahomes is in where the coach is drawing mustaches on the player's face on the plane. Oh, yeah. And he comes down and he's like, it happened again. 
<laughs> so I was all ready to post that meme, you know, if the Chiefs lost. You know, like, it happened again because they mm-hmm. lost to the Bengals last year. But I never got to use it. And then they went on to win the Super Bowl. So, um, But we did get another snowfall, like a light s- snowfall here. Mm-hmm. So I was able to use the meme <laughs> with a picture mm. of gr- snow on my front lawn and say, it happened again. <laughs> so Yeah, I couldn't ride my motorcycle to work today. <laughs> Too it was slippery. exciting. Yep. It was exciting to take my little car, too. I couldn't have. The idiots on the road. Yeah, I was teleworking today, so I didn't bother uh, me at all. Yeah, I just stayed home. <laughs> it took me like an hour to get to work instead of half an hour. Mm. Oh, I made my ferry okay. Oh, I, I didn't. I drew, didn't take the ferry. But I thought it was funny just because the way he says it, and I I tend to say that. How's <laughs> that? Use that that catchphrase around the house. My wife and daughter both <laughs> enjoy it too. So <laughs> nice. So um, when you leave an employment, people oftentimes will come into your and look at your stuff that you have. <laughs> that they might have. Um, at one point, my my good um, cubemate friend had to play guard dog to. I had a bunch of like drafting templates of mine, and I oh. pulled them out of the drawer and had them on the on the table. And somebody came in, oh, are those free? And he's like, no, oh, no, 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 don't take Dave's stuff. <laughs> um, it was pretty funny, and then. Uh, so today, a friend of mine came in, which is weird. He'd, he'd figure out that people he didn't know were huggers or huggers. Mm. Could I get a hug? Sure, man. Whatever. <laughs> I was like, over there. Butt. Just have two of them that like hugging hug each other. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I like hugging. I don't know. Oh, okay. Sometimes, I guess. A good bro hug with a nice back slap. Try to hit him hard and they hate you. <laughs> uh, but he, he came in Just and I was like, squeeze. oh. You go in for the hug and then you just squeeze until they their arms Pass start out. flailing. So you're like, oh, oh I can't breathe. Uh, oh, start whispering I, in their ear. Oh, <laughs> I had possession of some older drafting type stuff that I gave to this, this guy. He took. I offered one to somebody earlier and they didn't take one. But I have an electric eraser. Oh, it looks almost like a dribble size. It's it's big. I had three of them. <laughs> Uh, Three? So I gave one to yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. They're awesome. They erase really well. I bet. I, I would hope, hope so. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, there's this. I, oh, I knew he's about the same age as me, and he has a roller ruler. Right? I have a roller ruler, so it's like a ruler that has like this little rolling thing. So apparently, supposedly you can draw straight lines with it because it just you put your pen pencil in the little hole and push it, and it will just roll in a straight line. Uh, yeah, uh, he was looking. He remembered the commercials too when we were kids, <laughs> and uh, he's yeah, like looking. He's like, "Where's the hole? Is there supposed to be holes in this?" I was like, "Ah, it's probably a ghetto knockoff one." <laughs> uh, but he took that too, so he, he took one of them. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Drill your own hole. <laughs> uh, and then, so I had that dinner on on Thursday last week. Some friends and uh, this gal I used to work with. Um, She's like, do you still have that podcast? I was like, yeah. She's like, what's I a podcast? And so she gets her phone out. She's like, well, what's the web- website? So I get my phone out to make sure I give her the right one. <laughs> <laughs> the engineeringshow.com. Not like we um, say it every week or anything. <laughs> he zones out for that part. I don't know. It's confusing. Is there two E's? Is the duh? Yes. There's two E's. 
Yeah. Uh, more than that, actually, there's two E's in the big Anyway. <laughs> uh, so I helped her put in her phone and go directly to it. So we might have a new listener. Uh, hi, Lenny. Thanks for listening. Um, and then I also, uh, my farewell email, I was you know saying, hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate working with you. If you want to keep up with what I'm doing currently, you can check out my podcast. You <laughs> <laughs> got a bunch of new listeners. And one of my friends is like, oh, I see. The lady is just deployed for advertising. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yes, yes, it is. You caught me. And if you want a uh, job, oh. <laughs> well, then, today we had our last uh, group meeting that we had every Thursday. It was my last one. So someone brought donuts, um, but someone was asking about it. And they're like, so is that on, uh, what do you say, Apple, whatever the Apple thing is? I said, I don't know. I'm just a producer. I'm just on your talent. And they like, laughed. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Uh, so, anyways, that was that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I was going to say yes, but I figure if someone's listening, they have found it, so I they guess. don't need that information. So I just go to our website and listen. I do think that's funny when shows at the end mention what platforms you can find the show on. Like they right. found find it us on like... iTunes and Overwatch or whatever. It's like they found you somehow. I think it's just this just on the website. Yeah, then they can see the pictures I put up. Yeah. So there were a couple of things I forgot to mention in my consumption. Oh boy. One was I was listening to Tasmanian Devil Sounds earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and I highly this... recommend you Google Tasmanian Devil Sounds and listen to them. Um and also sidebar, for some reason Tasmanian Devil you get a lot of wombat suggested videos on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> and I highly recommend watching those as well. They're very adorable. <laughs> they are cute. <laughs> All right. If you want master Zed to mimic a Tasmanian devil, send an email to engineerdy show at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for engineerdy show and check out our website, the engineerdyshow.com. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. Bye. You know, so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it. Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again I'm listening to Tasmanian Devil sounds right now (laughs) 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 
<laughs> wow. Most guitars are made of trees with some metal for the strings and some frets and tuny things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs.